Carl Jung said, the privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. This is an invitation to move differently in the world, to operate from a place of deep knowing and alignment. I'm Adrian McDonald and welcome to the Mindset Strategist Podcast. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back, or welcome if it's your first time. Guess what happened this week? Oh my God, the Mindset Strategist podcast is one year old. It is very hard to believe. I was reflecting back this week on that and some of the first episodes when I first started. It wasn't the easiest thing for me to do. Uh all of those regular thoughts of, oh, is this going to flop, or is, is anyone going to listen to this? All, all of that crap, all that crap. Anytime we do something new and uncomfortable, those, those thoughts tend to creep in. And you know, the stats on podcasts are crazy. Most people don't make it past the 10 episodes, never mind putting out content for a year. So uh, yay for me, and yay for you for listening. I told you in an episode a while back that the name of the podcast would be changing. Next week, this podcast will be called The Source Code Podcast. This year has been full of shifts and changes in my life and business. And I've said repeatedly that I feel like mindset is your biggest strategic asset, especially in business. That is literally what my company's name is now, is the mind is mindset strategist. Because I believe that there's a physiological, psychological, and energetic spiritual component to it. But I've been, like I said, in the middle of all these shifts, and moving to source code is really my way of fully embracing that holistic approach that I do with my clients. And just my overall approach to my business. I'm not here to teach you mindset hacks, although there are certainly some of those that might come out of this. These teachings, these musings, these contemplations, if you will, are really more about you being able to move differently in the world because I want you to be deeply rooted within yourself and have a deep connection with source or universe or whatever you would like to name that, the force. Source code is a nice nod to my past life as a tech person, but also my strong belief in the metaphysical principles that I teach. And that all said, if I read things correctly from a tech standpoint, if you're already subscribed to the podcast, the name should just flip and you should be redirected and the podcast should keep flowing. However, 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 because I'm an old business continuity disaster recover person, if for whatever reason it drops, you know that I'm always posting links on social media. So just go to my Instagram, my Facebook page, LinkedIn, etc. And a new link would be posted there as well. So uh, I, I want to stay connected. I want to stay connected. So uh, don't forget. Now, what does the muse have for us today? So... What do you do if you're not feeling supported? Or what do you do if your partner or spouse isn't supporting you in your business? Now, I have received many questions around this topic, especially over the past month. And it's a rather popular question in personal development circles. 
and different people have different takes, and I've seen a lot of heated discussions over the years around this subject. So I've been contemplating this for a bit. Now, I've told you before, and I will continue to endeavor to do this, I endeavor to teach for my scars, not from my open wounds. But sometimes even those scars can be a little bit, little bit tender, a little bit tender. And this, is, this subject is one of those things. What I have found when someone asks this question most of the time is they want a specific answer, like here are the three things that I can do to change my person so that they can see what I see and be able to support me in the manner of which I want with no discussion. Now, that may be a dis- like a subconscious uh, a want, uh, but that's the answer that most we're looking for, and that's not how this works. So I want you to keep an open mind throughout this podcast. Um, it could be, it could cause some emotional reaction. It could, could, could get a little, little triggered, a little triggered. But I, again, I encourage you to keep an open mind. When you embark on any sort of personal growth, personal development, personal transformation journey, and you have a breakthrough, one of the first things you want to do is share that with everyone that you love. And you want them to get a breakthrough too. Especially if you have a, uh, a rescuer or savior archetype somewhere lurking in the background or for your people pleaser that goes double. This is great, except for two things. A, they got to want to have a breakthrough or go through a transformation. And B, they have to actually do the work themselves. I can't tell you how many people I have seen dragged to personal development seminars hoping their person that they dragged would, quote, get it. Some did. I've seen breakthroughs at those events. However, a lot of them did not. Personal growth is just that. It's personal. You can't force someone to develop more awareness or consciousness at the same time Though, when you change, you force other people around you to change because they have to interact with you differently. So when you make the leap and your partner hasn't, sometimes that can cause a disconnection. Now, the obvious solution to this quandary is communication, isn't it? And if you have great communication to begin with, that really helps navigate this journey. Except a lot of people don't have that. And so instead you have at least one person, maybe both, you entering this landscape of transformation. All of the insecurities are coming up. All of the doubts are coming up. Maybe some past trauma stuff. All of the triggers in the world. And you're suddenly, it's like you're talking a different language. And why doesn't this person understand me anymore? Why is this person not get me anymore? Why is this person not supporting me anymore? And all the while, you may be asking yourself, who am I? See, this is very, very complicated. And this goes double if you are starting a business or are are, are already an entrepreneur, right? Nothing will teach you about all your doubts and insecurities like entrepreneurship, full stop, hands down. So what do you do? You have to start having different kinds of conversations with different kinds of questions at a deeper level of honesty. 
And those are not only with your partner, but also with yourself. When people enter partnerships now, it's usually based on some physical attraction, and then it might be a few similar interests, and then suddenly there might be children and life becomes life. And in all of that, a lot of assumptions are made. When I have conversations with people around what do they want, what's their vision for their life, most, most people don't know. And I don't know. It's, so it's something that you may not have ever discussed with your partner in the past, and that's okay. And I want to live here. You, you might have only said, I want to live here or uh, and have two kids and go to the Bahamas once a year. That might have been like the extent of the visioning for your life. Also, you might have heard uh, Little Piper in the background. I'm just going to keep going because she was like hacking up a furball or something over there. That's not a vision. You might you might think it's a vision at the time, but it's it's not. It's it's a framework, if you will. Now you're probably thinking, ah, oh, now this this is what I need to do. My partner and I need to do a vision board. Hot damn, this is gonna fix it. No. First I want you to take a breath. Let's probably several breaths. And then I want to th- you to think about the quality of communication you have with your partner. I also want you to think about the Cartman drama triangle. Now, if you've not listened to that episode, I think it was episode nine, you should do that. Because if you are in the drama triangle, that is absolutely the first thing that you need to address and get out of. And in the Cartman triangle, there is a victim, rescuer, and persecutor component to that triangle, and everybody's trying to get to that victim state. If you stay in that, you will ride this hamster wheel for the rest of your life in the same way, in, in some form or another. I found that there needs to be an openness to growth on both sides, and people grow at different rates. Acknowledging that is part of being supportive. But the key is, when you're on this journey, is a, and especially if you're an entrepreneur, is a, a mutual commitment to growth. Which brings me to this. And this is especially true if you have any trauma in your upbringing or a lot of uncertainty in your past relationships. And this is an extremely uncomfortable truth. Just because someone is not actively sabotaging you does not mean that they are being supportive. This is a super hard truth to realize for some people because it very much keeps people from wanting to rock the boat. It's rooted in safety. But if you have ever said to yourself, well, at least he or she does not do X as a way to justify the person's support, you might want to look at that. If you've ever said, oh, they just do their thing and I do mine, you might want to look at that. If you ever say, this really isn't their thing, you might want to look at that. I have said to myself every single one of those things. And I, upon reflection, knew that it was 
justification that I was telling myself so that I would believe that this person was being supportive. And it wasn't what I wanted, but I didn't want to rock the boat. Because you want the transformation, but you want everything to be the same, and it doesn't work that way. You'll always have to give up something of a lower nature to gain something of a higher nature. And that includes people, places, and things. Mm-hmm. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, well, I don't, I don't want to do anything to jeopardize my relationship. Which translates into people saying, I don't want this person to leave me. And if you are basing your personal growth on someone else, then you will always limit yourself in some way. Period. There's something else I'd like you to consider, and this is especially true for entrepreneurs. Are you more afraid they will leave you if you were the best version of yourself with a thriving business? Or are you more afraid that to have a thriving business, you know the person you need to be and you would leave them? Because for a lot of people, that level of fear success is real in their heads And that's where the real truth lies. That was very, very true for me. I was trying to convince myself that I was doing all these things. So I wasn't going to rock the boat because my person would leave me. And as long as you think and believe you need to adjust your behavior so they don't leave you, A, that gives you some fucked up like illusion of control. And B... You can avoid talking about what your desires and needs are from the relationship. Safety requires status quo. And then, best of all, you can go and bitch to all your friends about how your partner is not being supportive. And I get that, because I've done it. But once you have this awareness, you're at a fork in the road. And honestly, this fork can come up a couple of times. The question that you have to ask yourself is... Do I trust myself that I will be okay regardless of what happens? Do I trust that the universe or source has my back so that I can pursue my dreams, my goals, the vision, the business, etc.? But I love my human. I don't want to lose them. Well, of course you do. Of course you love your human. And again, you need to start having different kinds of conversations with different kinds of questions at a deeper level of honesty. What are your values? What are their values? Are they similar or are they way off? What are your goals? What are their goals? Are they similar or are they way off? What is your vision? What is their vision? Is it similar or is it way off? Taking all of that into account, can you build a vision together, like a really detailed vision? Do you have the commitment to actively work together towards that? Do you have a commitment to actively work through things that come up? In these discussions, and as you move forward, it's really important to keep in mind the four essential trusts. Self-trust, trusting other people, trusting in the universe, and trusting the process. When you do that, you can see things how they are, but not how you wish them to be. 
and you can evaluate the other person's capacity and also where they're at. I've had a lot of challenges in these areas and have had to have a lot of difficult conversations with James. We came, but we both came from tech. So when I left corporate and decided to take a different path, that was very jarring. It was jarring to me, it was jarring to him. But he was, you know, he's like, okay, all right, like, I understand you were burnt out. But I do believe he really struggled with the concept of why do people go to these seminars to do this? Like, why can't they just, like, decide to do something and do it? So every time he would question me on something, I would take it as a challenge that he didn't believe, A, I could do anything outside of corporate IT, or he didn't believe in what I was doing. And there became this a little bit of undercurrent of resentment there. I always felt like I was having to prove myself, which of course was reinforcing some old story that I had in my mind that I wasn't, you know, I'm not worthy enough. Now, I honestly don't think I could have gotten through that period without my coach's support. I think I would have caved and just gone back and gotten some IT job. But over time, we did have those conversations around values, priorities, visions, and I'm not going to lie, a lot of those conversations were super, super challenging. Um, I, I will say that I think that they've gotten easier once I, they got easier once I had that epiphany that that was my biggest fear, that if I became the person I was striving to be, that I would leave him. And that like played into this major fear of success. And I had arrived at that fork in the road where I had to make a decision of, am I going to go for this? Or am I just going to stay the status quo? And when I made that decision of, you know what, I, I, I'm, I'm called to do this work. I, it's not going to go away. I've got to go down this path. And I trust that everything will work out like it's supposed to. And I'm committed to doing the work and I, I will move forward. And the cards will lie how they lie. That's when everything changed, and it changed because it released the pressure valve, so I didn't fear about having the conversations that we needed to have to move forward. Now, I will say that I have had that same fork in some way, shape, or form in several times in my life, and there were times where I did have to walk away from the people I was involved with, and it was always unbelievably difficult and heartbreaking at the same time. However, I knew and know that it was the best decision that I made. Um, I will, I, I think that for me, learning more as the, the work that I've done, um, working with like my human design, knowing what James's human design is, also helps my communication style and his communication style, because we have just a deeper level of awareness of how one another needs not just communication but what our fundamental needs are and how we are best supported right what that tangibly looks like so that's been very very helpful when i say you can't force someone's level of awareness that's really really true however sometimes just things just occur in the most amusing ways uh, I'll give you an example. When I sometimes listen to James speak on panels, I hear my words coming out of his mouth around mindset, and I find that 
very, very funny. Um, we do have, we have had some joint clients together. He makes me a better business strategist. But none of that would have happened unless we had gone through and had some super difficult conversations. Now, do we, do I, do the collective us, do we still have challenges? Oh, (laughs) oh my God, yes. I still get very frustrated at times. I think I can safely say the same for him. One of the biggest challenges that we still have to work on is capacity. We both tend to have a like a tendency to overcommit. And sometimes our businesses seem to have competing goals so that we have to have discussions around, okay, what is taking priority here? And a lot of that is returning back to values and also the vision of what is going to get us closer to the vision faster, like some of the, or to the goals, you know. Is this moving us closer to the vision or away? Is this moving us faster to the goal or not? And and sometimes faster is not always better, right? It it depends. But again, it's keeping those channels of communication open. But knowing how to communicate is in the most effective manner is also really, really important. And all of this is a process. It does, however, require yourself to get out of your comfort zone and be very compassionately honest, very compassionately honest. Um, And I know it can be difficult. It's sometimes it's still difficult for me. Uh, I think it's sometimes still difficult for him. And uh, sometimes this has been difficult with not just, you know, the same. A lot of this could be said for not just partners and spouses, but also for friends and for family members. But it does come back to if you are the person that is on this path, only you can make those decisions. And if you're looking for external validation to really go for this next level of transformation, they can't help you with that. Only you can. So you have to make that decision at that fork of the road is, are you really going to go for it or are you going to limit yourself? And you need to be in conscious choice for that. So I hope this was helpful. As always, thanks for listening. Uh, Again, always appreciate sharing out the podcast. If it resonates or leaving a review, please subscribe. Always happy to connect on social media. I tend to be on IG, threads, Facebook, and LinkedIn more than anywhere else. Uh, Remember that we are changing the podcast name to the Source Code Podcast. And, of course, always remember to find beauty every day. Thanks for listening to the Mindset Strategist podcast. If you found this helpful, I'd love for you to share it out. And reviews are always appreciated. You can check out my website at www.adrianmcdonald.com for more information. And I would also love to connect with you on social. The links are in the show notes. Have a beautiful day.